Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, boys and girls, children of all ages. What's happening? I know it's been a week. Life got in the way, as it usually does, and a funny thing happened on the way to this podcast. Well, the last time I tried to record this podcast. Hit the record button. I had about 20 minutes of solid material, and when I went to view the playback, I noticed that there's no little flashing soundbar in my recording, so it was 20 minutes of me talking to myself that no one else will ever hear. And it was good stuff, and it may have been the best stuff I've ever done. Such is life. That's how we go. This episode is going to be episode 25 in a long, distinguished line of episodes. The title is going to be Anno Patrice, which is Latin for the Year of the Father. Why that title? Well, I'll get to that in a minute. First of all, there's been a lot of controversy, a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth over the Roe v. Wade decision. Now, I am an un-uterist American, so according to a large swath of the population, I'm not supposed to have an opinion. I'm just supposed to shut up, sit back, and let people do what people do. Well, as a father, I'm sorry. I'm against that. I believe in... The sanctity of life, I believe in, I guess I'm pro-life. Now, that's not to say that there aren't cases where it may be all right or somewhat acceptable for abortions, but in a lot of the cases, I, I don't agree. Now, should a woman be forced to child, sorry, forced to carry to term the product of a rape or a family molestation? No, that's that's an ucky nasty, disgusting thing, and I don't think it's good for the mother. I don't think it's good for the child because I'm sure in many cases, and I don't have any empirical information on this whatsoever, just going off what I think or what I think I know, I'm sure in many of the cases that the mother hates the child and treats the child poorly, and the child would have been better off not ever being born at all, so... So there's that. There's that aspect of it. There's a lot of aspects of it. I don't think it's right that a woman should be able to decide if she and a man enter into an agreement where they're going to have they're going to have sex and they're going to engage in that activity, and a child is produced because of that activity. And honestly, unless you live under a rock or you're under the age of five or whatever, you should have some clue as to how conception happens. Two people have sex, and in many of the cases, a child is produced from that action or from that interaction. Now, if if that comes to, to be, the man is told that, well, you're responsible, you're the man, so you must provide support, and you must provide money, and you must provide all these things to this child, whether you wanted the child or not, doesn't matter. You're told that, well, you did it, so you're responsible for it. On the other side of that is a woman being able to say, well, you know what, my body, my choice, which I agree with, fine, do whatever. As long as it's your body, your choice, and it harms no one else, I don't care. But women can come along and say, well, you know what, I changed my mind. I don't want to have this child with you. I don't want to do any of those things with you, so I don't understand how that can be a thing where the woman can say, 
nah, changed my mind, don't want to do it. And somehow the man is still responsible for it. That being said, you know, you can, like I said, you're an adult, do what you want, do as you will, whatever, but I'm never going to agree with you about it. Just never going to happen, never going to be a thing that we're ever going to be in agreement on that. What to do with all the children? I don't know. I've known a lot of people that can't have them themselves and they would like to adopt, but the adoption procedure or policy in this country is so so weird and so drawn out and so convoluted that it makes it almost impossible to adopt a child, which is sad and ridiculous and stupid because you have these children that are waiting in in the foster care system and and I, I don't know if they still use group homes or not. I don't know. I'm out of date. If they do or they don't, you can correct me on that, please, and let me know because I'm really not sure. And I'm sorry, I am ill-prepared for this topic. I should have been a little bit more prepared, but I was just so worked up about it because the other day on, I don't remember if it was Twitter or something, but basically we are told because we're men, we have no say, and we have should have no opinions unless it aligns with someone else's. Now, what about other women that don't agree with your stance on abortion? Are they wrong? Are you more correct? Are you more, is your point more valid than theirs is? I don't think so. I think everybody has an opinion and they should all be heard. And I don't understand why they're not. I don't understand why there's got to be this militant attitude and this line in the sand. Either you agree with us or you're wrong and stupid. Whatever happened to civil discourse? Whatever happened to talking things out between people rather than shaming them and doxing them and threatening them and doing all these nasty things we do now. When did we become such an intolerant society where we don't, if we don't agree, we get to say and do whatever we want and there's no consequences. And well, my opinion is, is more correct than yours is. And I'm, I'm right. And you're not, or I'm right. And you're stupid. And I don't, I really don't understand that attitude. I try not to do that. Am I perfect? Of course I'm not. I try to be. I try to be as, as close to good and perfect as I can be. And I know that I fall short of that. And the only person that's ever been perfect is Christ. So aside from being him, which is impossible, I think the goal is to strive to be as much like him as you can be so that people can see him in you as you live your life. I know I got off track a little bit. I'm sorry. Let me go back. All I want to say is I think that abortion is wrong. I think it's murder. And I know that there are people that are going to disagree with me. And there are people that are probably going to hate me. And I may even get threats and whatnot. But honestly, I don't care. This is my platform. It's my forum. You are free to hit the X and never listen again and tell your friends to never listen to me. Just as I am right. And I am free to promote pretty much anything I want on my podcast. The key thing there is being my podcast. If you don't like it, start your own. If you don't like the laws that have been changed in your state now because of the decision that was never really constitutional anyway, and even there have been justices that said 
it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been weighed in the Supreme Court. So it wasn't constitutional. And now you're saying, well, you've reversed the Constitution or you've done these things that are unconstitutional. No, we just took it out of the hands of the federal government. And honestly, you should never, ever, if you're a rational person, if you have more than two neurons firing in your brain pan, you should never, ever want the federal government to be in charge of anything. You know, they can do they can do the job that they were hired for and everything else should be up to the individual states, not people that have no interest in my life and that have no, I'm sorry, they put no value on my life or what I want or what I do or anything. And they're 3,000 miles away from where I am in sunny Southern California. I don't think they should rule over me. And I don't think they, they should hold sway over me or over anyone, really. I don't think that's right. I think we should we should handle a lot of things on the state level. And let things work out as they are, because it's a lot easier to change things here than it is to get those yahoos in Washington to do the right thing or do the things that we hired them for or elected them for. And they seem to forget that they work for us, not the other way around. They are not above us. They are not better than us. They're usually not more well-informed than we are or better informed than we are. I think a lot of them get into office and maybe they have lofty goals and they want to change things. And they truly want to shake things up when they get there. But then they get there and they do their four years and they're reelected. And now they're like, well, you know what? Now I don't have to do anything. And a lot of them, you will see them if you if you watch closely, a lot of them get into office and they spend like a year or two of doing actual work. And then they spend the next year or two working on their reelection campaigns. It's almost as if immediately, well, we got to we got to work on next year, our next election, got to get elected again, got to do these things. And they spend absolutely no time in, in Washington. They spend no time meeting in Congress or in meetings or doing anything. And they're out doing who knows what. There were people that were in office longer than I had been alive. And I think that's ridiculous to go and serve 50 years because, you know, you're not doing anything. You know, you're not doing anything worthwhile. You're not affecting any real change. You're just keeping the status quo so you can keep getting paid. And your buddies and your friends and all the people that you represent are happy and getting the things they want, then forget the little people because we have no we have no power and we have no say over anything. And I think it's ridiculous. And I just honestly I don't understand it. I don't understand how we've become such an evil society where things that are evil and wrong and bad and nasty are sometimes applauded or have a blind eye turned toward them. I really don't get it. I don't understand it, how that can happen. There was an, um, a Facebook article recently about a school here in California where I don't know how many teens, but a group of teens went into a school and they destroyed classroom after classroom after classroom. And I don't understand how that can happen either. I don't I don't get it. I don't see how that can be a thing. I don't understand where evil has taken over. Has has it always been here? Of course it has. It's been here since day one, I guess. Or as soon as people showed up on the earth, it's been here. There's been people that have done evil, bad things, and I guess we're always gonna be stuck with it till 
until Christ comes back and calls us home. The ones that are going anyway, if you're not going then, I highly suggest you get motivated and start moving on that and figure out how you're going to get to heaven when this life is over because not everybody gets to go. Sorry to break that to you. No amount of good deeds is going to get you to heaven. It's it's all about faith. It's all about living in Christ. And there's a lot of other things that are involved in it. But just being a good person, sorry, not going to happen. Can you be a good person and not be religious? Absolutely. There are, there are a lot of good people in the world. And again, if they don't have their relationship with Christ, they're not going. Sorry. So I don't understand. And I said I would get back to the name of this episode. And as I said, it's Anno Patrice. And it means the year of the father. And I think it's way, way, way past time for fathers to stop being wishy-washy, to get out of the background, to come into the light and start acting like the father you should be and can be if you really want to do it. I think that we have been pushed to the side. We've been marginalized. We've been shut down. We've been told that you're being toxic and you have toxic masculinity if you don't act a certain way. And I think that's a load of crap. I don't agree with that. Are there toxic people in the world, toxic men and women? Yes, absolutely. Both of them are. So I don't know what to do about those people. That's not really my purview. It's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is to tell you to stand up for your children, to not let them get away with all the stupid things that they're doing, to actually have limits. You can be empathetic and you can be limiting. And I don't think that putting limits on your child is a bad thing. I don't agree with with beating your children. I hear all the time about, oh, I'd beat my child with a belt if they did that, or I'd hit him with a wooden spoon. Yes, it happened when I was a kid. It ha- I, I would hear stories of other kids. and I, I didn't experience it, so I don't know what the criteria would be for someone doing that to their child, but apparently it happens a lot. And people do it, and I don't understand it. I don't understand why you would do that. I don't get it. That's not what this is about. I'm not telling you to to go out and beat your children, but definitely there should be consequences for the things they do. There should be limits on the things they do. There should be teaching moments, and there should be obviously loving your children no matter what. It's not always easy. It's not always practical. It's not something that everybody is able to do all the time. As a father, I can tell you that there have been times when my children have annoyed me. They've angered me. They've disappointed me. They've done all sorts of things. But I've never, ever not once loved them, no matter what. Even in whatever current situation that I'm going through now, I still love my children. They will always be my children. I will always be their father whether they like it or not. And you will always be your father, your children's father, excuse me. You will always be their father, no matter what, whether they like it or not. And you need to not be their friend. You need to be their parent. When they're over the age of like 25, maybe a little leeway, 20, 21, then by all means, you can certainly be friends with them. 
and you can be friendly with them and you can hang out and be buddies or whatever. But until that point, when you're ready to send them out into the world, absolutely not. They don't need a friend. They need a parent that's going to hold them accountable for the things they do. And they need a parent to reward them and celebrate them for all the victories and all the good things that they do. And they need a parent to be there for them, to hold their hand, to stay up with them when they're sick, whether they're up all night or whatever, whatever you have to do, whatever sacrifices you have to give up. If you have to give up watching baseball or some sporting event or whatever, then by all means do it. Sports will always be around. Your children will not. Your children are going to leave the house someday or other circumstances will arise and you're not going to be there. And all those, uh -huh, <clears throat> excuse me, all those aha moments, all those, wow, that's great. You did a great thing. I'm so proud of you. Or the moments where, yeah, it's all right to say, look, you messed up. It's fine. We'll deal with it. We'll fix whatever the problem is. And then we'll forget about it and we'll never bring it up again, which is what you should do. And I, I'm guilty of reliving the past and rehashing past experiences. And I'm trying to not do that. I hate to quote a certain movie, but if you're a Disney fan like I am, you'll know this. The quote is, <clears throat> it's in the past. It doesn't matter. And that's how you should live your life. It doesn't matter what happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago, last week. None of that matters. What matters is being in the present and being around for your children. And I want to end on a positive note. Coming up in a couple of days is my oldest brother Jack's birthday. I just want to wish him a happy birthday. I hope he has a great day. He's always been an awesome brother, whether I knew it or not, whether I saw it or not. And I want to apologize because I was not always the best little brother you could have had. And I'm sorry for that. And there are a lot of things I regret. I wish we could have done differently. I'm Craig. This is At Home with Craig. Thanks for listening. Thanks for stopping by. God bless and I love you all.